This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined once again with Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. So today we are going to talk about how to cut back on marital drama or trauma. Um, For those who are are tuning in for the first time, uh, Noelle is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, and is also the author of nine best-selling books. Um, To get into things, Noelle, I want to kind of set the scenario a little bit. we all have things that go wrong in our relationships and our marriages. Uh, things that he said or she said that can hurt. Um, things that either one of us has done that feels damaging to the other. I uh, you know, it's, it's practically impossible, Steve, to live with another human being, much less someone as close as your spouse, without hurtful things being said or done at one time or another. And you know, the problem isn't that we hurt each other, it's what we do with the hurt afterwards that actually causes the more serious damage. Now, as you're saying, if one of us hurts the other, we should just forget about it and move on? Uh, no, not quite. That would elevate us to sainthood. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think most of us are going there, but what I am saying is that more often than not, we take a small hurt and we amplify it into something big and awful. So, for example... You're doing your best to adhere to the family food budget, right? And your husband mumbles, meatloaf, again, as you set it down to beard head. Well, too often we take that meatloaf again and nurse it into a full-blown, ungrateful husband. I mean, I'm doing my best to save money, I'm working within our budget, and all he finds to say is, meatloaf again? (laughs) Well, you know, it was very, very effort. You can work that first stage of resentment into... Fuming anger, and that anger can then get launched in ways that are, boy, really damaging to your marriage. Sounds like what happens with the toothpaste cap on or cap off type routine, right? Right. Yes. You know, I mean, nobody jokes about it, but frankly, something as insignificant as one of you always leaves the cap off will annoy, of course, the one that always wants the toothpaste cap on, and that little any tiny thing can develop into frustration, and frustration then can grow into, frankly, irrational anger. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, is it so hard to keep the cap on? Is that? <laughs> but that isn't the point, is it? No. Because in your saner moments, you never jeopardize your marriage over a toothpaste cap. Well, of course you wouldn't. I mean, you know, that's just like one plus one equals two. But we are not terribly seen when it comes to things that hurt, annoy, or bother us with a loved one. So, instead of correcting the matter, like you said, you know, Steve, how hard is it to put the cap on? And 
and by the way, how hard is it to ignore the camera? Sure. <laughs> but, you know, instead of correcting it or addressing it in the moment, whether it's by ourselves or with our spouse, our tendency is to let it fester as a quote-unquote issue. Okay. And that, we then get, you know, more and more about it. And you know, see, that's how Romeo and Juliet happened. In other words, that's how families develop feuds. Mm. You know how people will say, I don't even know how this started in the first place? Yeah. Well, yeah, because it was, it was some tiny little thing, some, some idiotic thing that got obsessed over in, in the negative sense of obsession until it blows up into major grief. All right. So what's a better approach then than let it, letting it fester until you get some sort of like really awful explosion? Uh, certainly. Certainly. It's more than one, actually. You have a couple of choices. The first would be to ask yourself, is this really worth getting worked up about? Frankly, that will take care of about 90% of the slight <laughs> and the bumps that bug you. Uh-huh. Now, if you're the one that takes the toothpaste cap off, well, when you see it off, just suck it up and put it back on. It, it's just not that big a, a, a whip. It's, you know, one of those tiny little irrelevancies of life. And, you know, the other thing you can do, which is use your sense of humor. And for heaven's sake, see the right side of the situation rather than the hurtful side. So let me go back to my meatloaf again example, right? Okay. The husband says, meatloaf again, because he's bored of meatloaf. Okay, how are you? I mean, come on. <laughs> well, you can make a joke of it. You, you can say something like, yep, they keep giving a great price on ground round and I keep falling for it. Uh-huh. You know, or, or you can agree with him. Absolutely. Yep, so am I. About when I'll be able to cook a lamb chop. Or, and I love this one, Steve, you can shock him <laughs> by lifting the meatloaf off the table, coming back with a box of cereal just for him, and saying, Oh, honey, would you like this, Evan? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, I think that's just downright wicked. <laughs> but it would work. Uh huh. I mean, when you're, when you're undercutting that kind of, with those kind of things, um, can that be can that be even more damaging? No, well, let's put it this way. If you have a lousy relationship, yes, mm-hmm. of course. But then anything is more damaging when you have a lousy relationship. Sure. But if you have overall a good relationship and there is a good sense of humor between the two of you and you don't slam the cereal box down and go, here, yeah. take this, right? But if you literally go with a twinkle in your eye, oh, okay, honey, would you like to? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not an idiot. He's going to get it and hopefully laugh, and the two of you will, you know, eat your meatloaf. <laughs> so, obviously, I mean, as with anything, um, humor can go awry. So, there better already be some understanding of each other's humor. Uh-huh, yeah. And, a, you know, and a pretty decent relationship. And I think most people uh, who are listening to us have what we would probably call a pretty decent relationship. So, yeah, I feel pretty okay in suggesting lighthearted things for the lighthearted matters. Uh-huh. I can just say cat. Yeah. Not for the things like, you know, you were unfaithful. That, that's a whole other subject, which we've talked about, you know, in a, in a different way. And, you know, what are some things that are worth getting really worked up over then? Well, things that are worth getting worked up over would be blowing the budget, you know, flirting with somebody, um, doing that kind of thing. And then, then you got to address whatever it is directly. Um, it can be as easy as saying, ouch, that hurt, or I'm upset, but then be quiet, 
And this is what, what we fail to do. We fail to be quiet and wait for what is probably a surprise. What? What hurt from your mate? Because usually that's what you'll get, unless it's something horrendously obvious like an infidelity. But most often, our mate is not trying to hurt us. And they'll probably be surprised. So you need to start with, ouch, that hurt, or some version thereof. Uh-huh. But then you can go on with what it was that hurt you. So, for example, back to the meatloaf. By making a concerted effort, you say, to keep our weekly food bill low. And meatless loaf is one way to do that. So when I hear meatloaf again, I feel like my contribution to respecting our budget is invalidated. And I don't like that. Yeah. Which opens the conversation up to an apology and basically, you know, as we've mentioned so often, good communication. Exactly. Which is, you know, where we go so often is that the incredible importance of good communication and basically see you and I and all the other wonderful contributors to Hitchmag are trying to demonstrate and show and describe many, 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 many ways of communicating well. So whether it's an insignificant hurt you can deal with with the inner and a little creative lightheartedness, a significant hurt that you need to address openly, the key, the key to good marital communication is always don't harbor it. Don't sit on it. Don't nurse it into something it isn't. One way or another, you need to take care of your hurt now so it doesn't turn into something genuinely ugly. Don't, don't sit around and wait. Don't, don't try to brush it under the rug. Just address it now. And believe me, that makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But an awful lot of the stuff, Steve, you know, if he dropped a sock on the bathroom floor, if, if the, she just absolutely never can get her makeup corner of the bathroom neat, but whatever it is that bugs you in those sorts of things, we're really better off going, you know what, we're all human. Mm-hmm. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Well, that's going to do it for us. So thank you once again, Noelle. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you, Steve. And before we go, I want to remind everyone, you are listening to Dr. Noelle Nelson, who is a relationship expert, a popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, and is also the author of nine best-selling books. Her two most recent are Your Man is Wonderful and Dangerous Relationships. Noelle uh, can be found on her website, www.drnoellenelson.com, and also yourmanaswonderful.com. It's all as you would expect it to be spelled. Uh, You can also follow Noelle on Twitter, at Dr. Noelle Nelson. I am on Twitter, at Hitch Media. Uh, And I also uh, would recommend you follow us on uh, Facebook. Uh, It's just facebook.com slash hitched. So uh, until next time, take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian, I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples. Hey everybody, this is Steve Cooper once again. I want to thank you so much again for downloading this latest episode. Uh, But I want to highlight something for you if you aren't already using it. Uh, We have recently joined the Stitcher Smart Radio Network. And essentially what you can do is download this really cool free app and it will automatically download the latest episodes of the Hitched Podcast as well as 
any other podcast that you have for the most part in your uh, iTunes library and they will automatically sync and be waiting for you when you're ready. Um, so how do you how do you get this app? You go to stitcher.com slash hitched, uh, enter the hitched promo code when you are doing your registration. The registration's really simple, really easy, and it's free. Um, enter hitched wherever you can. Uh, you will be automatically entered just by registering for $100 worth of a ca- uh, in a cash card that's randomly selected each month. The Hitched Podcast will be already waiting for you in your favorites list. You can make your own radio stations with it. Um, It is a great way to uh, listen to your favorite podcasts. I, I, I have all my favorite podcasts. It's a great way to listen to your favorite podcasts. Um, not just the Hitch Podcast, on the go. It also saves memory on your phone, and new episodes are always there waiting for you. You don't have to sync. You don't have to plug your phone in. It's just there. So, again, I want to remind you, uh, download the Stitcher Smart Radio app. It's really cool. It's extremely convenient, and it's free. And just remember to enter the promo code HITCHED after you've downloaded it. You can find it in the iTunes store or you can go to stitcher.com slash hitched. Until next time, thanks again.